Say it again. We're going to be talking about Springwood, bitch. Bitch. Oh, moving day. <laughs> this episode should have been called moving day. Yes. It's called Welcome to Springwood. Yeah. Hold on. No, no, we're not going to do an intro. Fuck that. The show doesn't no. deserve it. So, so welcome to the LAW Anthology Series Review episode something something. What, what episode is this? 119? Yeah, 119. Oh, it's on screen. Freddy's Nightmares 203, Welcome to Springwood. It debuted October 22nd, 1989. It is just terrible on Phoenix West. Dick, dick, dick. Welcome, Dick. I remember when I was a little kid and the, the commercials would play for that show. It yes. would scare me. And I wouldn't watch it when it was on. I was like, ooh, I don't know. I, can't, I don't think I watched this. And it's fucking the most boring thing I've ever seen in 40 years of existence. I'll say this. I didn't hate it. It's just boring. It's boring, but it wasn't like torture. No. We've definitely watched 40 different shows that are worse than this. Maybe 15. We've done a lot of episodes. Oh, you're probably right, though. But it's, it's no uh, Alcoa Goodyear Theater. This is way better than that. I don't know about that. This sure. is better than the Philco, or where the fuck we watch, like the O. Henry Play, Playhouse or whatever. Hey, I have this clip now. Sorry, I was distracting. I was talking and looked up and saw I swallowed your cum right there. <laughs> had to play that. I, I know we had that clip before, right? We, we yeah, but I forgot it was right? there. Yeah, okay, good. Get out of your system. Yeah. We're going to be moving. I swallowed your cum while we moved. So, okay. We have Freddy Krueger open the show for us, like a la the Crypt Creeper. Oh, real quick. He is nowhere near as funny. You, you you can discuss the first episode in the setup. I'll discuss the second one. Okay. But I just want to say, you said you watched the... Prim- I remember, I also remember those little stingers that they would throw on. Yeah. Because the show wasn't on a network. It was in syndication. Right, So yeah. it would bounce around. But I remember watching those, and I wasn't scared of Freddy Krueger, and then one day I suddenly was. It was weird, and it was very short-lived, and then I wasn't again because he's goofy as shit. But the, I remember the worm from, like, ep- was that movie, was that Dream Warriors? The first one? or the? Or no, the when worm. he turns into oh. a worm. Oh, nah. uh, uh, I think that's four. Or, I think it's four. Yeah, I remember that, like, eh, I didn't like that that much. And then yeah, suddenly I was over it the next day. Right. But um, I, I also watched this show, like, once or twice. And I remember going, this is terrible, even as a child. Right. Because you want Freddy, and he's barely there. He's, like you said, like you're just getting to, and I'll let you take over. He was the Crypt Keeper for this. Well, I, and I just remember this was on, I think, back-to-back with uh, Friday the 13th. Which is on syndication. a good show. It's a better show. I like Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th has its, has its, isn't terrible. I think it's dated. That Maybe, maybe that's the problem. It's, it's very old. It's very 1989. It's that era of television. But it's it was basically like the first X-Files. It is very X-Files-y. Yeah, it's a similar premise. They, like, yeah. Reminds me of it, how they kind of... I don't know, just the two the two, way the two characters talk to each other reminds me of right. it. Right. And then one yeah. leaves and it gets replaced. Kind of like when Robert Patrick shows up. Yes. 
All right. And then Lance Henderson for a time, and he gets a spinoff. Really? Millennium. Oh, God, I forgot about that. And then he came back. The like <laughs> the lone gunman. The, the last season of X-Files, he came back and wrapped up his storyline, which is actually pretty good. Was it? Wrapped, it was actually pretty interesting. I'm, on, I'm watching through X-Files again right now. And I'm going real slow, mind you, because yeah. it's been like four months, and I'm still halfway through the first season. Oh my god! But I want to watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking yeah. with it, and okay. But um, I just, I just rewatched. I think one of the saddest moments in television is that scene. I, I don't, I don't remember what season it was, but it was toward the end because Mulder. The whole ser- series is about him looking for his sister. Yeah. And he finally is an episode about kids that are missing. And you end up finding out they're all they're all dead. They were murdered, but they all you know live in heaven basically. And, and Mulder stumbles upon it, and it, his sister's there. And so he sort of like makes peace with it. Is and that the like, one? It's really sad. Is that I mean, the one where like, he keeps seeing her like ghosts on the porch? Something like that. I can't remember. Because I, I remember, remember when that aired live. Where, I watched it's it. The, it's the episode where the, the the guy, the character actor from Science of the Lambs, is in it, and he's, he's Ted Levine. No, not Ted Levine. Uh, the uh, he was um, the guy who character actors and everything. I forgot his name off the top of my head. But he was the the warden at the Baltimore prison. Okay, was, okay. They yeah. scammed you, Hannibal. He's the only one that's in more cannibal more Hannibal movies than uh, Anthony. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's in a he's in a lot yeah. of them. He shows up. He's a piece and of he, shit in all of them. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's in X Files. He plays a, a father who's missing. His son's missing, and he and basically Mulder tells him at the end. He's dead. They're all dead. You just gotta let him go. He goes, "No, my son's not dead." And he runs off. And it's just—it was really just the way they shot it and the way it's done. It's one of the saddest clips you'll ever see. It's like really just the music works, but it's what's funny—it's dated because it's Moby. It's Moby oh. music. So it's like I don't know if you—if it works. Nobody for the scene. listens to techno. It works for the scene, but if you—if somebody says, "Oh, by the way, that's Moby," you probably go, "Oh, Anthony oh, Held." Yes, Anthony Held. Yeah, he's good. There he is. Still alive. Is he in Manhunter 2? I don't think he's in Manhunter. I don't think that character's even in Manhunter. I don't think of the characters. I think the actor himself is in Manhunter. Oh, maybe. Wow, he's been acting since 1964. No. Holy shit. No. Yeah. Wow. Wow. No, no, it shows that it started a long time. Okay, never mind. Oh, okay. Maybe. It's hard to tell. Early 80s. It, Never mind. Well, early eighties was forty years ago. Uh, nope, Silence of the Lambs first. Okay, never mind. It was a black dude. I think he was a black dude was in it. Uh, yeah, the black dude, Bernie. Yeah, he was the he, one that was in Manhunter and the rest. Different I, I characters he, like every yeah, time. Maybe yeah, I think you're right. I haven't seen Manhunter I, in a long time. Though. I just watched it not too long ago. Do you see? Do you see? Loved it. No. And then Michael Mann makes oh, that movie, and it's funny. awesome, and nobody cares. And then Silence of yeah. the Lambs comes out, and everyone's like, oh, Oscars. Right, it's like, yeah. but, okay. Nobody gives a fuck about Michael Mann. Come on, Brian Cox. You need nobody your Oscar. Dude, stop doing your McDonald's commercials. Go get an Oscar. I want the money. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Nobody I'm knows I'm, I'm not American. I'm going to get a couple of Emmys <laughs> for succession, and I'll call it a day. I don't care. Yeah. The McRib. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot. It's the last time. I got to get it before it's too late. Yeah. He always sounds like, because it's Brian Cox. He's drunk doing those commercials. 
I think we can say that for certainty. Hey, you want me to do a McDonald's? Yeah, I'll do it. Put the microphone up to me right now. There. We're going to be getting the the barbecue sauce on your pork rib sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) You get fish and chips here. God damn it, where you get them? No, Brian, this is the American market. Oh, yes, of course. I was in Wolverine. No, you're in X2, Brian. You weren't in Wolverine. The character was in Wolverine, but you weren't the same character. No, I was out. Oh, no. He's drunk again. I was in... I can't do a Scottish accent. You know, I was in Braveheart. <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, Super Troopers. I was in Super Troopers, too. Man. You ever see that movie Red, where my dog gets shot in the head and I go after Tom Sizemore? First story, Freddy's Nightmares. Uh, we didn't realize well, this was two parts. Well, here's the thing. It says on the IMDb page that it's two episodes. Two separate episodes, but it's I guess it's one episode for some reason. Because Freddy introduces both parts and the recurring character of Turk, not fuck, is in this episode. It, okay, set up, set up the plot and then we'll get the fuck. So, this woman is moving in with her Amish husband. They drove all night to get to Springwood. She uh, moves in. She realizes that, oh, my God, the the boxes aren't mine. These are all the wrong boxes. And so the the moving guy comes in. He's like, hey, baby, you look pretty hot. You got the the hots for me? I can show you around town. I can can be your date tonight. He says, I'm married. That's okay. I can date you. I'm in the guys. Her, her rape vibes immediately go off. She, she goes, my husband will be here mo- in a moment. And his shirt says, I, I, I'm pulling it, it up like right now. It says Turk, but okay, it here it fuck. is. What I is thought, shirt? at first I thought it said uh, junk. And then I'm like, right. I think it says fuck. I think it, and we started doing the, I'm, my name's fuck, I'm here to truck jokes. And then I'm here, I'm, I'm fuck, I'm here to fuck. <laughs> I'm Firk, I'm here to f- I'm frick. I'm here to frack. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna bury. I'm gonna get some natural gas from underneath your house. Well, this oh, is shit. where we started talking about her butthole. No, this oh, is that was the next episode. Oh, the next episode. Okay, oh, sorry. Forgive me. I next story. Same episode. Uh, I want to see your butthole. It comes later because Turks in both episodes. That was me getting very bored, so I started <laughs> shouting out, "Show me your butthole, to everyone." <laughs> <laughs> so Turk has been in a lot of stuff. He's really? Got, he's, got a, he's got a pretty good um, uh, credit. He's in Django Unchained. He's Dollar Bill in Django Unchained. Do you remember that character? Dollar Bill. No. He's Dollar Bill. I feel like that was one of the the bounty hunters. I don't know. He's in over 70. He's got 67 titles to his name. 59 credits as an actor. Nine upcoming projects. I have a picture of Dollar Bill. I have a picture, and it's clearly him. Uh, Yeah, there you go. There he is. He's one of the guys that makes it to the end. He gets shot up in the Yeah, he's with Walton Goggins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's been been around a while. Here he is in another picture. It's very weird. He looks different from picture to picture, but... That's Sam Jackson. Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, that's Sorry. okay. I, I don't believe it. But yeah, he works quite a bit. 
So he's usually in a lot of westerns. He's in a lot of TV. A lot of, like, he was fine. Episode. He was fine. Yeah, no, he was fine. It's just it's not his fault. He was, you know, given nothing to do. He was. It's a character that apparently shows up to to harass every female cast member of Freddy's Nightmares. Yes. He's there to strike out nonstop and then get the fuck off screen and then appear like a phantom to harass them some more later on in the script. Yeah. He's he's more of a ghostly figure than the ghosts in the second story. Right. But let's go ahead and fast forward to that first episode. He did the stunts in Ice Pirates. Oh, okay. Oh, the uh, the Roger here. Corman movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice Pirates. Oh, he's yeah. in Mass. I have that on DVD, Ice Pirates. He's in Silverado. Wow. Huh. He worked I with Costner. Yeah, no, Kevin Klein. Silverado. He's one of the guys in Silverado. Is Kevin Costner in Silverado or is it just Kevin Klein? Kevin Costner, yes. Is in Are they both? Silverado. Kevin Klein, yes. Yeah, okay. Kevin, Kevin Klein, Scott Glenn, Kevin Costner, Danny Glover. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because I haven't seen the movie okay. since I was a kid. It's a great, it's a fun movie. Yeah, I, I remember liking it. And he's in an episode of The Twilight Zone. Preppy Man segment, A Little Peace and Quiet. We watched that one. Uh-huh. Right? And he, he was in Amazing Stories as an air traffic controller. He's in the Starman series, one episode as an orderly. We watched. You've been watching that show lately, haven't you? We watched a little piece in Quiet last month. Oh my god! Which yeah, one was a little piece in Quiet? <laughs> I don't remember. Let me pull it up. Who was he? The orderly? Is that what he said? Orderly, yeah. Okay, let me pull that up. You keep reading this guy's IMDb because I'm curious now. <laughs> oh, he was in uh, Wyatt Earp. Another. Kazdan movie, so Grand Canyon, another Kazdan movie. He worked with Lawrence Kazdan a lot. Yeah. He really did. He's in Witchboard, which isn't a very good movie. No. He's in the first one or one of the 45 sequels? It looks like he's in the first one. Okay. Witchboard 86. I remember going to the video stores and being like, all these softcore porno Witchboard sequels, and I'm like, I can't tell what's what. Okay, so this is the the, the, oh, the I'm sorry. This is the house mom who can uh, silence things. He's also in Witchboard Two. He came back for the sequel. Orderly. 1993. You found him? No, I f- remember that. It's the cult members going door to door, and the bomb blows up at the end. Yes. Who? He plays an orderly in that episode. Oh. He said, right? Oh, this is one on one B. Maybe he's in the first part. No, he's playing the first part. So which episode's the first part? I have no idea. There's no orderly in this one. It's, oh, no, you, uh, let me double check. Maybe the orderly was another role. Hold on. Let's double check that. Nope, says here, uh, Preppy Man, oh, Twilight preppy. Zone, A Little Peace and Quiet. Oh, God, that was him then. The one she freezes at the grocery store. Oh, there you it's go. right here. Touches his butt. Touches his butt. Yeah, it's right here. I have oh, a Star Starman. He plays the orderly. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Starman the movie. Starman the television show. Okay, I could pull that up too, because I was that? watching that oh fucking today. I watched wow. episode five and six today. Oh my god. There you go. There, that's who he is. It's this here. He's in uh, Starman one episode. Orderly. What episode? It is episode uh, six. I watched that today. That's the one I'm on. Secrets. Episodes. Yes. Episodes. Last episode. Secrets. 
That's what I'm on yeah. right now. Yeah, so it says here, as orderly and secret. Are you fucking kidding that was, me? That was the last episode because it never aired again. Are you... I literally yeah. watched that episode today. Well, he's been... This guy's, like, been, following me around today. And, fuck, it's been haunting your dreams. Well, dude, he's we watched been, technically two wow. episodes of this show, and he's in both. And then I watched that, and yeah. we watched Twilight Zone this episode, like, um, less than a month ago. No, okay, yeah. just over a month ago. Wow. Yeah, this guy is... Postman. Can he be our new mascot? What's his name? Uh, Todd Allen. Todd Allen. There he is. Turk. Oh, he's a lot older now. Oh, Damn. And he's in Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. Oh, my God, what episode? Two episodes. <laughs> Dr. Melbourne and the Eclipse. I, I need to know which... Hold on. 104, you know. Season 3-6. We have, let me find out. I can find out in 10, not less than 10 seconds. But it says two episodes. We have not done 306. It says two episodes, but they only have one listed. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Eclipse is the question mark episode. Eclipse is not on our list to watch. Yeah, so. I have a, Beyond Belief at the ready right here on my buttons. He's got, he was in episode 3-6. Red yeah. Line, Two Sister Eclipse. Oh, Eclipse is right there, the yeah. icebox. So that's why he's in one. Just the one, okay. Yeah, it's, the, yeah, they've been breaking it. has been weird with episodes lately. They kind of break yeah. it up into two for no reason. That's annoying. Yeah, they're, they've been constantly working on that throughout the years for some reason. They had it perfect, and then they did this shit. I don't know what was wrong with it before. Yeah, this guy has followed our entire podcast for years. <laughs> Little did we know. Well, I guess that's the thing about when you talk about shows and, and like D grade actors are going to be in all these, you know, D grade shows to be fair for this, for our, all of our shows combined, we do cast a very wide net. Yes. Like we talk about a lot of different stuff so much so that yesterday I was very excited We're t- during Thanksgiving. I'm like, we found a Bill Maher movie called pizza man that I'm very excited to watch from 1991. And a dollar ninety nine on Amazon. I'm gonna pay for your Amazon view of that. Oh my! We're God. watching that shit. <laughs> Eventually, I don't know when. I, I, I think I can afford the dollar ninety nine. I think it's. All I'm right. just saying, if you don't want to pay for it, I understand. I will pay for it. No, no. I'm, I'm not saying you can't long. afford it. <laughs> but I'm that excited. I, I, I really can't. <laughs> Times are you tough, man. You understand? <laughs> this is even my house. <laughs> I just have a key. It's a lot of green screens. <laughs> I'm in an alleyway. We're on a barrel fire. Don't tell anyone how I live. <laughs> yes. uh, the, the Lionel Hutz. Lenny. Lenny. Oh, was it Lenny? It was Lenny, wasn't it? Lenny. This yeah. This front of his house falls. Yeah. Don't tell people how I live. <laughs> now I remember. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it uh, seemed like a Lionel Hutz one because I remember his like briefcase. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Lionel Hutz. Lisa a, calls he, him out. He. I don't know if it's Lionel Hutz, but it's it's the other character. No, it is Lionel Hutz. Because he's the real estate guy. He's in charge of the real estate office. So it is Lionel Hutz. Miss Marge, there is... Uh, <laughs> uh, that's dilapidated. Rustic! That's... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's too small. Cozy! Yeah. <laughs> it's a cozy home. There's the truth. and The truth! The truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I miss him so much. Oh, uh. All right, so, so 
Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Finish your first episode, then I'll get on to the second one. We yeah, need to be Freddy done so we can talk about Stephen King. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Frederick Krueger <laughs> Fred- opens the show with a bad joke, and then it's a woman who's on who's on medication. Then she goes off the medication, but, but then she starts seeing things, and it's essentially her boxes aren't her boxes from the moving company. She's upset because she finds a bunch of samurai swords in this box. She keeps calling guy. her Amish businessman husband. Amish lawyer husband, yeah. He looks like he works on Wall Street, but he's also Amish. He's got suspenders in his eye. It's very strange. And red hair. He doesn't weird. show up with a tie till the end. Yeah. No, no, no. Don't touch. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, no. Don't touch that dial. No, please, yes. Change the channel, please. We're not watching this anymore. Here's no. her husband, though. Yeah, we got sure. Go ahead, continue. But so the husband, <laughs> there he is. I'm going to go off to build a barn today. Look at that. Ye old business barn. <laughs> I gotta go help a uh, uh, young Udish with his <laughs> father's work. The cow went crazy this morning. I only sell the German stocks. Yes, I don't like the Mennonites. Um, <laughs> Lazy. Too so, modern. She's on medication. Then she's not on medication. Then she takes one pill. She takes Flintstone vitamin chews. She takes Flintstone's vitamins, and then uh, fuck comes back. He's like, "Hey, we made a mistake. Do you wanna do you wanna fuck me now?" Oh, like, no, I'm not interested. So he leaves, and then like another guy comes in, and he's like this weird looking character actor, and he's like, "Did you find what's mine? Did you find my weapons?" Uh, and she's like, I know who you are. Get out of here. And then, like, he ties you her up. You shouldn't be here. He ties her up to boxes, which I don't know how that works. He basically ties her up to a bunch of boxes. He's going to kill her. And then she, she wakes up. And then she's in, like, a weird 80s halter top. It's like a sports bra, but not a sports bra. It's really weird. And then fuck comes back. He literally comes in. He's half, He's in this episode for, like, 80% of the episode, this mover. He just keeps showing up and saying, like, hey, we're going to help you move now. Oh, I want, I want Tony titties. Danza here if we're doing this. <laughs> oh, if only. It would have been uh, much more enjoyable because who doesn't love Tony Danza? Who doesn't enjoy the soft murmurs of Tony Danza? <laughs> Angela! <sighs> All right. Continue. <sighs> Let's just get through this shit. Um... So yeah, no, basically, uh, she she basically calls the husband, says that all the stuff is wrong. I'm gonna be moved back, which then they move it back to the old house, which was his house. Oh God, you're still in the beginning, and then suddenly at the end, what? No, that's 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 well. Okay, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up, and it ends up being the husband the whole time is a serial killer, and he's mad because she found his weapons of murder. She opens up the guitar case from Desperado. And there's katana swords covered in blood. Yeah. And he's instead of How okay, you know their blood? this the the premise is stupid because he lives there. He could have yeah. at any point taken the boxes and and swapped them, and gone. I yeah. there's no I'm, babe. There's no box and fix this. Nip this shit in the bud. Well, yeah. It's like he set up his murder house. Basically, the premise is he set up his murder house and is living with his wife house and swapped the boxes. But I guess he, and then he says, like, he's been married before, so every wife he's had, he's killed. So he's a constant. So he's a wouldn't that be black widower? Yeah, wouldn't that be a, a big red flag? Is 
when you look him up and you see him on the dating profile pages every six months? 1989, Dick. I know. I'm just, I'm being, uh, I'm just trying to understand that. I guess then you could get away with it. Yeah. Hey, I'm on Grinder. I'm back on Grinder. What's up, fellas? It's gender swapped soy mater and axe murderer. Pretty much. But he really did it. Well, the sister she, in that. And, and then she kills him with yeah. a knife that he, because he let out, he left out all his weapons conveniently for her to grab so she could kill him. And she does, and that's the end of the episode. Literally, she stabs him. They Freddy jumps Freddy on. Kruger. Yeah, he, he, they cut to Freddy Krueger. This is the only love letter I love. <laughs> I just want to play that guy's voice when she shows up at the house, yeah. at the second house. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. here it is. All right. His voice is ridiculous. You shouldn't be here. Oh, let, me, let me rewind then. You should go back. You should go back. Like home. He's he's talking like Freddy, I guess is what's going on. I guess. Is that, yeah, I think you're right. He's got the knives, he's talking in the deep, deep voice, he's saying the sinister shit. You got the screeching sound. The music yeah. in this fucking show is oh draining. On your end it was pretty bad because here over here wasn't as loud as I could barely hear it. I couldn't hear you at all. Yeah, it's pretty low. It's yeah, it's just one of those sounds that just cuts through and it's all I hear. I, every time Dick talked, I had to mute the video just to hear him. And, and we were almost excited because it said 44 minutes. And we're like, and we were like, oh, maybe it's one. And this one ended 20 minutes into it. You're like, oh, maybe it's just gonna repeat itself. No, no, there was a, there was a part two to it. We're and like, oh. let me get to part two. Part we two is I can sum this up real quick. A, it's a romance murder story. This woman is moving into an apartment. The same mover fuck is is moving her in, who I now know is called Todd Chuck. Allen. <laughs> Got to memorize Chuck now. In the show, episode. Yeah. Todd Allen. Um, we're calling him fuck. And yeah. he helps her move in. There's a lady from next door who just wanders into her fucking apartment. Because that's what you do in this neighborhood of Springwood. You just wander in when someone's moving and go, oh, so how was the abortion? You start, like, real deep. You don't, you don't, you're not... New, you're not just meeting the person. You you start like twenty years of friendship in. I love Egyptian art. Yeah, it's Native American art. You dumb bitch. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Not even the same hemisphere. No, not even the same centuries. You stupid bitch. Get the fuck out of here, you bull cut wearing bitch. Bitch. I called her as a ghost right off the bat. I was horribly wrong. No, it didn't even go nowhere near. But there, there was ghosts, kind of. Yes, there was, and apparently. These ghosts can kill. I don't understand the plot of this episode. She was... she Okay, she has a dream that first night in about uh, Greg Kinnear. And he, yes, he right. gets some letters from someone named Jane, and he hides them on the bookshelf in a very obvious little sliding door. That yeah. I don't know how she didn't see when she was putting books there the first day. But and then she wakes up, and she's like, ah, and, and finds the letters, and starts reading them. It, Starts telling the neighbor, the old lady, about them. Gets very excited, and they both get wet. And <laughs> they're both just drooling down there what? over these. Oh, tell me more. Did he ask you about your butthole again? 
And as she was checking out the first letter, the first time she gets up from the nightmare and wake and goes to look for the letters, I was just show me your ball the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Because I, there's nothing else to do when we're watching this one. Yeah. She goes off. and gets it, and they get obsessed with it, and then it ends up being. I will say this. Because at the end, it ends up being that she's not Jane in the flashbacks or in the dream. She's Margaret, the wife. And yeah, Jane and yeah. Greg Kinnear kill Margaret. You think it's going to be the other way around, but no. they Because she has the nightmare where Margaret throws her out the window. Right, yeah. So what the hell was that about? Nothing. So, And I've had dreams where... I've literally had these dreams where I'm one character, and then suddenly the tables turn, and I'm a different person. Yeah. And it's like, wait, I was, no, no, I wasn't that. And then you have to deal with the consequences. And I'm like, that's not fair. And then I wake up. I've had yeah. those dreams. And that's what it felt like to me. So I'll give it kudos for saying, for being, being close to a dream, I guess. But then they kill her at the end. They shoot her. And she dies in real life because she falls off the ladder. And I guess she dies. She falls the three and a half feet to her death. Yes, she falls the three and a half feet to her death then. There she is. Yeah, she gets shot here. This is the only clip I'm going to show from this episode. This part, this B side of the Welcome to Springwood episode. And just cuss the credit. That's what I call a bolt. What's he say? It might be pretty crowded. The dead have to go somewhere. Now this Bold letters. is what I call Bold letters. <laughs> That's obviously the script he's reading. Yes. That's I didn't even bother to prepare. <laughs> And you see through the page the whole time because there's a stupid dramatic lighting behind him, so you see it says R.I.P. on it. Maybe back in the day, like this is not a digital clear picture. It's not to me now. Day, no, but even back then, with your rabbit ears on your TV, it was like in bad shape. You couldn't tell. Maybe that's why they got away with it then, or maybe they didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Clearly not, because it didn't last any longer. No. But this was just a chore to get through. And you know you're in trouble when the only thing you could revert to is butthole, butthole um, references the whole time. I will say this. Check out our LIW Plus review. There's a video of it as well, which I don't think I ever post. But there's a commentary. And I say the word butthole, and you say the word butthole. I'd say we say it 40 times. Okay. Probably. I I agree. Here's the woman from this episode, though. Not too bad now. Not too bad. Oh, she's in new stuff? Oh, there you go. This is from That's 1981. An That's an old picture. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's, she's in Bloodsport. She's one of those actresses that probably married a producer and stopped working in 1994. 98. You were so close. Oh, you were so close. There. Very close. That's usually how it was. It's even funnier because she stopped in 95, took three years off, came back in 98 for two things. Sliders right. was the last thing she was in. Oh, my God. Which Sliders episode? What does it say? Do you know the, the Sliders episodes that much? 
Not really. I, I, how long was the show even on? Like five years? It was on from ninety five to two thousand. Oh wow. She was on episode four oh nine Slide Cage. She played Darla. No clue. Before that, she was on the Journey of Alan Strange. And then before that, this is when it gets fun. Walker, Texas Ranger. Well, everybody's on Walker, Texas Ranger. Todd Gaines is in. She was on Who's the Boss? Oh, my God. The Tony Danza connection. She worked with the real fuck. Oh, fuck. Look at this. Angela. Oh. Oh. Let me see your butthole. <laughs> she was on the Brady's TV series. Played Marsha Brady Logan for five episodes. Oh, shit, so she was Marsha Brady. She looked like Marsha. Yeah. She must have yeah, a spinoff show for the... Wow, that's kind of sad. Now I'm fucking that's wondering true. if... Wow. Right. That's crazy. She was on all the 80s TV shows, you would think. Yeah, she seems like the 80s look. All right, here's all the 80s shows that you're, you're expecting. All right, uh, Fantasy Island... Yep. The A Team, Love Boat. Love Boat. I was just gonna say Love Boat. Saint Elsewhere. Oh my God. Twenty One Jump Street. Yes. She's in the movie Bloodsport. Yeah. She's in the classic Freddy's Nightmares. Who's the boss? Wow. Um, and then we go in the nineties. She was in Married with Children for an episode. Golden Girls. No. Oh damn. No, Golden Girls only had a uh, handsome older hunky male actors. Like Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Exactly. Was he on an episode of Golden Girls? Well, let's just say he was. What would you give this episode, though? I would give it a four. Say I want to go four, but if I'm being honest, I gave it a five. I'm going to go four just because I was just bored. I was just, it was so yeah. boring. I expected worse. I think if it were one story, which I expected, I would definitely be a four. And somehow, I think it was more our, our conversation. The second episode I enjoyed way more, even though it's way worse. Right. It did remind me a lot of a Beyond Belief episode. It really does. Remember yeah, that one I where the, the yeah. mom sews the money into the quilt that they find? Yeah. It reminded me of that episode. Yeah. She has the memories of the flashback dreams. It reminded me so much of that. Some. Maybe it's a little bit of that that I'm giving a five, not a four, but I'm sticking with my five. I'll give it a four. All right. Um, our next episodes on anthology series review. I am changing the next one. We're not. Doing, we're not doing diddle diddle dumpling. We're doing the t- Christmas one. What's it called? All right. Yeah. I don't fucking remember what it's called. Yeah. It, it. it keeps like being heralded as one of the best. Like people have been recommending that since the beginning of the show. It was oh, one yeah, of the first yeah. ones, but I kept putting it off. Do it. Yeah, I got to do it for Christmas. So we'll do it, and that will be either December 16th or December 23rd. I don't know. I might switch them out. I'll probably switch them just to give us an that easier load. That is exciting to know. And then we're doing Beyond Belief 101. The first episode of Beyond Belief is episode oh 121. God. So that's a big show for us. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. And that's it for the year. We'll be back in 2023 after that with something. Unless we're dead. We're doing a lot of twilies on the, to round out the year. There you go. But I'm fine yeah, moving right. that Christmas one to to the Christmas Eve Eve, if you will. Yeah. Well, Christmas Eve Eve, that's the last show of the end of the year. No. Oh. Dece- well, December 30th, we're doing our Twilight oh Zone God. Marathon. 
We're doing the Twilight Zone marathon. I told you, we're doing five episodes of Twilight Zone, one of each. Oh, okay. That'll be fun. We're doing one of each series. So we're doing it live? 59, Night Gallery. Yeah, same thing we always do. 59, Night Gallery, 85, 2002, 2019. We're doing each series one episode per. And we're I've, gonna... only been, I've only been doing this for like three years, so I don't remember. No, you can't. Yeah, it's impossible for you to catch on. Nope. No, don't even bother. What's a modcast? <laughs> What's a podcast? All right. My dog named Cat. Let's get out of here. Let's talk about Stephen King stuff on Hollywood Goodbye, is Dead. bitch! <laughs> I feel like we didn't ah. talk about Freddy Krueger enough because he's not in it. We will do this show again. What we'll do next time, though, is the first episode. Because you said it was going to be uh, the origin story of Freddy. It is, because Toby Hooper directed it, and it's, it's, it's written by... Closer to the mic. Craven. It's directed by Toby Hooper. You're, you're talking quieter, but you're closer, so it's the same volume. <laughs> Listen here, bitch! <laughs> yeah. Directed by it's Toby written, fucking Hooper, written by Wes fucking by Craven. Toby Hooper! I loved working with him on Poltergeist. <laughs> one of them's dead. The other one doesn't care anymore. That's a joke. Ha! <laughs> All right, let's move on. Toby Hooper directed. No, he didn't. No, I didn't. no, not at all. A lot of Joe Beth Williams or Craig Nelson point blank asked him, "Did Toby Hooper direct Poltergeist?" You can tell like a few blank. scenes he probably did, but not many. Yeah. I think he directed maybe it's 30%. through and through a Spielberg movie. Yeah. It feels like it. Yeah, it does. Because otherwise it would be okay. Like, Toby Hooper has never yeah, directed Toby a movie that was amazing. No. He's directed, no. oh, like, eh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the greatest horror film it's of so all time. It's so fucking terrible. I Texas hate that Chainsaw movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the greatest film of all time. Can I just say this? Fuck Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. It's awful. It's an awful movie. Ooh, I have no opinion of it. I've seen it once. And I was like, eh. I've seen it like five times. Really? There are remakes and sequels of that movie that are better. There's too many remakes and sequels of that movie. One of them, though, has the Just love of my life in it. Jessica Biel. No. Oh, the Dario. The Dario's in it, man. Is she the last one? The last one? That no, she was in like. The blah, 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 blah. I don't know, whatever it is. The but two, The two former versions from now? She was in, the, like, the new... No, not the next generation. That's that's uh, Renee Zellweger and uh, yeah. uh, Matthew. Because they did Texas Chainsaw remake... Uh, Texas Chainsaw remake in, night in 2003. That was Jessica Biel. Then they did a sequel to that. She was in that. Then they didn't do another one until, like, years later, but it was, like, direct-to-streaming. And then... Netflix just did a new one, yeah. but it was direct to streaming because it was so bad it couldn't be released in theaters. She it was, was in. It was the only reason I liked that movie, Texas Chainsaw. It's just called Texas Chainsaw in 2013. 2013. Oh yeah. wow, that's a long time. It ago. actually wasn't that bad. That's that's the movie that I, I she caught my eye. I was like, yeah, who's this? Scott Eastwood's in it. Oh great, yeah, the most. Yeah. About it. Oh, uh, Richard Reel's in it. Wow. Wow. All right. Um, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm done. Let's um, go. Let's let's get out of here on a clip though. Um, I don't have time to find the clip, so I also don't have time for.